0: Welcome to the You Were Created For More podcast. Each week we will bring you focused, impactful content, sharing one big idea combined with our experience and understanding to help you take action and achieve the results you desire. We rotate content around our foundational principles to help you experience a more abundant life, desiring more, growing in Christ, managing your mind, and owning your health. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, my friends. Welcome to the You Were Created for More podcast. Today, before we start, I wanted to share that registration is now open for our free five-day challenge, How to Lose Weight God's Way. I'm so excited about this challenge because I'm going to share a unique, three-step process to weight loss that I'd guess most of you have never heard before. It's unique because it's three simple, doable steps that you can start doing today. And these steps will help you lose your weight without losing your life or your mind. No counting, no food lists, and no having to say goodbye to your favorite foods. Just three steps you can apply no matter where you are in life. Many of you might not know that I got started in this as a certified health coach, so I always get fired up talking about this, especially when it's common sense that can make a real difference in your life. Mark your calendars as it's going to start Monday, March 29th to register go to bitly which is b i t . l y lose weight god's way or you can grab the link in the show notes my website or you can find the link on my created for more facebook page too all right enough of that Let's get started with today's episode, episode number 39, where I will be diving into a deep topic, and that's loving ourselves more. Today's podcast topic is a tough one for me because my truth is it's something I struggle with. I'd love to tell you I have this all figured out and I've made some good progress over the last few years, but I still feel this resistance to loving myself unconditionally. The progress I've made is that I'm now aware it's something difficult for me, so I've opened myself up to better understand it and to work on how I can love myself better. And it's because of all this that I really felt a desire to share my experience and dive deeper into this topic with you. Self-love is a topic that's much discussed. It's universally presented as something we need to have in our life, but there are many different opinions on how to actually make that happen. It's one that many women like myself struggle with, and this lack of deep, unconditional self-love and self-acceptance holds us back in life without us even realizing it's the problem. The beautiful thing is we have the perfect example of love to learn from, and that is God's love. God is love. God wants us to grow, to be more like Christ to be more complete through Him. So it should be no surprise that the two greatest commandments in the Bible are love God and love your neighbor as yourself. But what do God and the Bible specifically say about loving ourselves? Before we dive too deep into this, let's start with why this topic is so important. First, let's apply God's model for our human life. Our thoughts cause our feelings. Our feelings drive our actions, and our actions create the results in our life. If you're not familiar with this, then go back to episode number 35 to learn more about this model. This model shows how whatever we feel internally, we're going to reflect externally. If we're having thoughts that prevent us from loving ourselves, We're going to have a lot of unloving feelings, and those feelings are going to make it hard to take constructive actions in our life. Those feelings are going to make it hard to bring more love into our lives. Those feelings are going to make it harder to love others the way we want to. And we see this in God's truths. He tells us in Proverbs 27, 19, As water reflects the face, so one's life reflects the heart. Heart in this context is our thoughts and feelings. So if we're not able to consistently love ourselves, that is going to show through in all aspects of our life, including our capacity to unconditionally love others and our capacity to fully forgive and have a deep sense of compassion for others. That brings me to my one thing for today. Not having a deep sense of unconditional love for ourselves is very similar to our self-worth. It's going to constantly show up and sabotage many areas of our life, including our ability to both give and receive love from others. How do you know if you're struggling with this? If you constantly feel like something is off in your life. If you feel a constant tension but don't really understand where it's coming from, a lack of self-love could be the cause of that. Explore your thoughts. Do a thought download. Set a timer for five minutes and write down every thought that goes through your mind when you think about loving yourself. As you can see, this is important. It's foundational to our lives, so it's something we should really spend some time on and think about where we are with this in our lives. Let's define what it means to love yourself unconditionally. Unconditional love means you love someone no matter what. So you love them even when they don't meet your expectations. So loving yourself means that love is always intact and absolute even when you don't believe you deserve it. Even on your off days, your bad days, even on the days you feel alone and rejected by others. Right here in that definition, I believe our biggest obstacle to true self-love is exposed. Most of us love conditionally, so we're loving ourselves the same way. We only love if a person does what we want them to, if we think they deserve it, or if we think they are worthy of it. How many times do you feel like you let yourself down? How many times do you feel bad for the choices you made or the actions you took or didn't take the day before? How many times do you feel like you hold back or don't follow through on something you want to do? I'm guessing if you're like me and you have a human brain, this happens quite a bit. Many of us are loving ourselves conditionally, not unconditionally, because that's what we've been taught. That's how we've been trained. Our world, our environment, even our parents have taught us that love is at least partly conditional and needs to be earned. How have we been taught to earn love? through getting good grades, through our physical appearance, how we look, how skinny we are, through our popularity, through accomplishments in our career, promotions, raises, making more money. Whatever we practice, we get better at. So if we're practicing loving others conditionally, we're going to get better at that and we're going to do the same thing to ourselves. If we feel like we have to earn our love, that is going to leave us feeling exhausted, desperate, and eventually hopeless because we're always going to be comparing ourselves to others. And when you see others who you think are doing it better than you, that's going to make you feel less lovable and like you have to do more to be loved. And that leads into another major reason I think we struggle with self-love. We are constantly judging ourselves and who we are. Again, we've been taught, we've been conditioned to do this, right? We're told to focus on first impressions. So as soon as we see someone new, we're making judgments about them. We scroll social media and we're judging who and what we see. We're judging them and comparing their life to ours. We're so focused on judging everything in life that we're constantly judging ourselves whether we realize it or not. We're always judging how we feel, how we eat, how we look, how productive we were today, replaying conversations with others and thinking of things we should have said or how we should have said them differently. The other thing is our default brain because it's trying to protect us likes to judge us likes to judge with a negative bias, right? It's much more quick to point out things it believes we did wrong or the places we fell short rather than the positive things. And that leads to another issue with loving ourselves. And that's how the devil loves to launch spiritual attacks through our thoughts. You see, God's not the only one who knows that our life flows from our thoughts. Unmanaged, our default brain has the ability to produce consistent negative thoughts that make us feel unlovable. Thoughts like, I'm not enough. Not good enough. Not pretty enough. Not smart enough. Just not enough. All the comparing and judging that goes on in our world leads to many of these thoughts. Ever notice how we are the quickest to see, know, and point out our human imperfections? In fact, we're quicker to see them in ourselves than others. Even though we know what God and the Bible say about our human experience and our shortcomings, when we're focused on them, they bring us feelings that don't feel loving. And third, I also believe Satan likes to confuse us about what the Bible teaches us about humility. Sometimes we're quick to talk down about ourselves, so people don't mistake, it, mistake us as being arrogant or full of pride. But listen to this carefully. Humility isn't about thinking less of yourself. Humility is thinking of yourself less. We can't be putting ourselves down all the time and expect to have a high degree of self-love and respect. Now I want to share about my experience because here's another thing that can make it hard to love ourselves, and that is is our past. This is something that's really impacted me and specifically words from my past that I've attached to and held onto so strongly that they still impact me and my love for myself today. You see, I was teased for some physical attributes and that caused me to dwell on those areas. They were things I could do nothing about but if others were teasing me about them, in my mind, I thought no one could love me because of them. It really opened my eyes to just how hurtful words can be, even if someone is joking or trying to be funny. They were things I was already self-conscious about, so hearing the words, to me, that was reaffirmation that I wasn't lovable because of those attributes. I've been working through these thoughts from my past and now recognize that they are just that. They are thoughts and I can change them. They are not truths and they do not define who I am. So now we can see why loving yourself unconditionally can be a difficult thing to do, especially if you're not specifically thinking about it. Love is a feeling, an emotion. So when we apply God's model to our human life, we know we have to be having thoughts that produce the feeling of love. Remember, the model tells us our thoughts always cause our feelings. So next week, I'm going to dive deeper into what we can do to produce thoughts you can have that will help produce the feeling of love. We're going to talk about how love is a choice we can make. And we're also going to be talking about God's truths about this and what he says about loving ourselves. Spoiler alert, he's all in with this concept. In fact, I'm going to wrap up today's podcast with a couple amazing inspirational scriptures that give insight to what God thinks about this. In 1 John, John tells us, anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. And Paul tells us in Colossians, above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. God always wants us to choose love for Him, for others, and ourselves. So we'll be diving into how we can do just that in next week's podcast. Next week, join me for Loving Yourself 2.0, where I'll expand on how you can start practicing loving yourself better in what I believe is one of God's truths that really helps us make this our reality. I love and appreciate all of you. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it and found something of value you can take with you. If you would be so kind to leave us a review, we'd greatly appreciate it. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you won't miss out on any future episodes.